Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the November 24th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by the Security Federal Bank. One of the best ways to support Local Matters is to support Security Federal. They have 17 locations between Columbia County, Georgia and Columbia, South Carolina, and they are here to serve you. So if you are interested in a new banking relationship, if you need to repair your credit and you need financial counseling to do that, please go see our friends at Security Federal. The show, of course, is also brought to you by my consulting firm, that is Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. You can go to my website, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com, or you can just Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. You'll get to my website. There is a Local Matters tab there, and at that tab, you can see any episode of the show that we've done. Take a click, listen to it, or you can share it with people who may benefit from the information that is being provided. Today's show is the special Thanksgiving edition of Local Matters. As I was preparing for this episode, I actually went to a Facebook post that I made a long time ago. Um, back in June, um, I was in the uh, Facebook philosophy mode, which I often am. Uh, and I said something at that point that I think is very relevant for us today. And it is my Thanksgiving message to you. It was three points. Point one, I am so thankful in capital letters. Number two, it is okay and perhaps God ordained to do things that don't make sense from a worldly perspective. And three, if you don't act like you deserve the best, you won't get the best. So listeners, please keep that in mind as you approach this Thanksgiving holiday, uh, as well as the rest of the holiday season. Yes, please be thankful. Yes, it is okay to do things that your friends, family, colleagues may tell you, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe in a worldly sense, it doesn't make any sense. But from a God perspective, it makes all the sense in the world. So if you feel led that way, go do it, because I am convinced that that's where your best blessings come from. And lastly, Act like you deserve the best so that you can get it. Today's show is one of those shows where we are joined by a staff person from Security Federal. Mr. Damian Moses is here with us to talk about business loans. Um, one of the facts about being in business is that it takes money to make money. So Mr. Moses is going to share with us how the bank works with businesses to ensure that they have adequate resources. And yes, this is one of the shows where we're paying the bills. And when I say paying the bills, that's because the sponsor has to have some time to really talk to us about what they do. Also, I would remind you that if you missed last week's show, uh, it was with Ms. Shayla Farmer. She's written a book called When the Church Prays. Uh, I have gotten great response from this episode. So please go to my website and check out that episode if you missed it last week. Okay. 
Local Matters family, our guest today is Mr. Damian Moses. He is a vice president and financial services officer with my sponsor, and that is the Security Federal Bank. You know, from time to time, we'll have guests on from Security Federal to talk in detail about their offerings, and this is one of those shows. So we are very happy to have Mr. Moses on with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am great. Um, I, and I hope our audience is too. Uh, they know that one of the traditions on Local Matters is that we ask our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves. So if you could sort of just give us a little background information on yourself, that would be great to get us started. Sure. Uh, like you mentioned, I'm a uh, Vice President and Financial Services Officer at Security Federal Bank. I guess I've been with the bank coming up on a, a year now. Uh, been in banking since 2005. Uh, had a couple of different roles within a couple of different banks. Uh, so I've got a kind of good, well-rounded experience level uh, in all aspects uh, of banking. Uh, I have been in this area, uh, really in Columbia County, since 1986, uh, my father was in the military. He was a physician in the military. And uh, his last assignment was out at Fort Gordon. And he decided after being here for a couple of years and uh, retiring and getting out of the army that uh, Augusta seemed like a really nice place to start his own medical practice. Uh, so we ended up staying in this area. Uh, I attended high school in this area. I attended college at Augusta State University and graduated with a history degree. So I'm a commercial banker with a, a history degree. I thought I was going to uh, go teach school and eventually get into administration. And uh, after doing a little bit of student teaching, I decided that uh, that was not my calling. Those, uh, those people are very special individuals who decided to teach uh, youngsters. And uh, <laughs> I found out relatively quickly that was not the role for me. So uh, I actually went to work uh, for my father's medical practice. And I managed that medical practice for uh, about eight years. And then uh, he passed away suddenly. So I had to find a new career after I you know, dealt with closing down his business. So uh, the way I got into banking is that a lot of the uh, bankers would you know, make what we call outbound calls to his office where they're trying to, you know, gather new business for from commercial clients. So a lot of times bankers would would come to the office and we'd sit down and have conversations while they were trying to uh, they were trying to earn our business. Uh, and so one of those bankers who used to call on our office, uh, you know, knew about my situation, looking for basically a new career and uh, tapped me on the shoulder saying, I think you'd make a good banker. And that was uh, in 2005. And I've been doing it ever since. So kind of kind of found my calling and uh, kind of took to it like a, a duck to water, even though I have a history degree. So that's kind of my my background story. Those liberal arts degrees are very useful in verse. <laughs> they are. You, you become a very well-rounded individual with the uh, liberal arts degrees at all. So that's great. So now uh, that you've been in banking for over 15 years right. and a year with Security Federal, um, you know this lingo, but please help explain it to the, to our audience. 
questions. Uh, what exactly does a financial services officer do? So here at Security Federal, that's a, a fancy way of saying commercial banker. So my job every day is to help business owners find a way to meet the goals that, that you know, they've set for themselves uh, within their business. Uh, that ranges from deposit products, you know, where we're opening new accounts for them to, to operate their businesses out of, uh, accounts where, you know, they're, they're trying to earn interest. Uh, we offer products to, to make their life more convenient. Uh, of course, you know, items like business debit cards and credit card processing and, and all those type of things. Uh, you know, we also at the bank have an insurance arm where we can uh, offer insurance to business clients. So, you know, that's part of what we do. And then the other part is what I spend most of my day doing is, uh, is lending uh, and all aspects of, of the commercial world, whether that be, you know, acquiring a, a new building to, to run your business out of or providing money to build a new location or providing money to buy an investment piece of property that a you know, business owner is hoping that will uh, produce a significant rate of return for them uh, to you know, owners of uh, home building companies that wanna purchase land and, and build houses or townhouses and, and turn around and sell those. So. So yeah, so it, it, it runs the gamut, but I'm, I'm a full service banker for business owners. That's what I do daily. Okay, all right. And as you talk about business owners, we know that there's some people who are well-established and there are some who are just aspiring, you know, just trying to get their feet in the door to get a, a head start. Um, Tell me, do you work with those new businesses that are trying to get started? Sure. We work with uh, business owners from, from beginning to end, uh, you know, whether that be a, a mom and pop uh, startup where they're, you know, opening a, a new business or maybe even a franchise or something like that. And they need a, a deposit account to, to operate their business out of. Uh, we deal with, with those type of situations all the time. We also you know, deal with what we call startups where they're actually coming to the bank uh, to look for funding to start the business. A lot of times those situations can become a little tough when it's a, uh, a startup business looking for uh, money to actually start their business. Uh, you know, as, as, as a bank, a lot of times, you know, everything is a, a calculated risk so that when we start talking about loaning money to a new business, it gets a little bit tougher. You know, we like to see established numbers. We like to be able to uh, project that the, the, the client that's coming to us for a loan can, can repay the loan, uh, you know, according to whatever terms we end up setting up. And that's a little bit harder to gauge when they're a startup because we have no history to look at. You know, just like when you go apply for a personal loan, you know, you, you apply for that loan and they run credit on you. And that's, you know, that gives a snapshot of, of your history. Uh, and a lot of times when it's a startup, we don't have that history to, to fall back on and, and look back on. Uh, and we don't have those future projections to, to, to be able to look at, to gauge if this is gonna work. So a lot of times when it comes to startups, 
those situations will usually end up uh, at the SBA, which is Small Business Administration, which is a, a federal program. Uh, we have a very robust uh, SBA uh, partnership here uh, in the Augusta area. Augusta area. Uh, they do a lot of good work in this area. Uh, there's a couple of different SBA loans. So there's a product that, that suits everybody's need when it comes to lending. Uh, but the SBA process can be, you know, pretty involved uh, because you're, you're, you're dealing with, you know, an arm of the federal government, plus you're partnering up with the local bank. So there can be a lot of moving pieces involved when you start uh, talking about an, an SBA deal, which, like I said, is what most startups are going to end up having to go through. Uh, so this, this looking for money when you're a startup can can be challenging. And I know a lot of new business owners get frustrated through that process because a lot of them are not educated uh, on how that process works. They think they can just go into the bank and, you know, ask for one hundred and fifty, one hundred fifty thousand dollars to, you know, start their new landscaping business, you know, buying trucks and buying equipment and, and things of that nature. But that's really tough to get done in the startup world. A lot of times when it comes to starting up a business, you kind of have to have money to, to really get going uh, to, to start a new business because there's just so much risk involved uh, on both ends for the business owner and for the bank that got involved with the startup. Okay. So having said that, um, you touched on a few things that are really important anytime you make decisions. You mentioned risk. Uh, and you mentioned having some established credit history and tax returns and all those sorts of things that you have to ha have to have done, been in business for a few years in order to, to gather that sort of information and documentation. So having said that, please describe your ideal client that would get a bank loan as opposed to an SBA. Sure. So... Ideally, we would be looking for someone that has at least two to three years worth of financials for us to actually take a look at. Those financials would consist of tax returns for the business, tax returns for any individuals that own usually 20% or more uh, of the business. We would be looking for balance sheets, which you know, gives us a snapshot of the, the, the assets and, and liabilities that a company has. Uh, we'd be looking for a, a current profit and loss statement, which, you know, gives us a pretty good indication on, on the health of the business currently. So that would, you know, basically be showing us what kind of income they have coming in versus what kind of expenses they have going out, because, you know, that's how we determine if we're going to loan you money, if you can repay that debt. And so, you know, you, you have to be able to, to prove that, that you can support uh, the existing debt that you already have, in addition to being able to, uh, to cover the debt that you would be incurring with the new uh, loan that we did uh, for you as well. So we're looking for somebody who's got, you know, most of the time got some years in business. Uh, you know, we're also going to look at what type of capacity they have to inject uh, some of their own capital into the deal because there's rarely a deal that happens uh, that the bank is going to provide 100% financing on. So if somebody came and said, hey, Damien, I want to buy this shopping center for a million dollars and that business owner doesn't have 
money to put into that deal, I'm not going to be able to give him that full him or her that full million dollars uh, for them to purchase that shopping center. So we're looking for somebody that, that, you know, that does have usually some cash on hand to be able to inject into the deal. Uh, depending on what type of, you know, product that we're putting them into, uh, that kind of makes a determination on how much money we're looking for them to inject into the deal. Uh, we call that, you know, basically skin in the game. It gives the, uh, the bank a little bit more uh, confidence that, uh, that the loan will be repaid as agreed when we know that business owner has some skin in the game as well versus only the bank having uh, all the skin in the game. So, you know, so uh, a business owner that has years in business, you know, a business owner that can show us they have the capacity to, to, to pay back the loan. And then basically what type of, you know, purchase or project they're trying to get involved with uh, is also uh, a major factor when we start talking about the ideal client. So I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say there is an ideal client because, you know, we can be so you know, specialized and, and customizable in how we do things. Uh, but, but somebody who's well-established and somebody who, whose business has performed well would be what we call quote, an ideal customer. Okay. So that customer who's gotten off to a, a good start, as you said, business performing well, and they may be looking for opportunities for expansion. Correct. Yeah. Uh, expansion is always a, a big one. And, um, you know, when it comes to investment type property deals, just, you know, if it, if it you know, a lot of business owners catch something at a really good deal and, uh, you know, turn around and, and make a lot of money off of, uh, off of that investment. So, uh, so yeah, but when it comes to things like that, you know, we also look for somebody who has a track record, if, if that's the world that they're in showing that, you know, they, they've had success doing that before. Can you give us some examples of the types of projects that you have made loans for just to give our listeners an idea? Sure. Uh, I mean, I have done deals that range from, you know, business owners wanting to purchase a, uh, an expensive piece of equipment all the way up to, you know, financing large construction projects. So, I mean, you know, if, if you got a, a a business owner, for example, that, you know, owns a, a underground utilities company and needs to buy a, a large machine like an excavator to, you know, dig huge holes to, to put stuff into. I, I've done loans like that because those pieces of equipment can be two, three, four or five hundred thousand uh, dollars. And it's kind of hard to expend all your capital uh, on a piece of equipment like that. So I, I've done loans on equipment. Uh, when we start talking about construction loans, uh, that's where we would uh, loan the, the client money to actually build the project that they want to build from, you know, from when it's land that still has trees on it all the way up to they, you know, they get their certificate of occupancy and, and can move in and, and start running their business out of that, that building. So, you know, it, there's, a, there's just so many different products. I mean, there's been loans that have been uh, done based on probably collateral that people would never even think could be used as collateral in, in some cases. So uh, I, I've done deals before where, you know, 
for a farmer where the livestock was, you know, the collateral. So there's, there's just a ton of different ways that you can that you can structure uh, structure deals. So and that idea of structuring the deal, as you said, there are lots of different ways you can do it, which says to me that there is a degree of uniqueness to each one of these deals that you get involved in? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, no two deals are, are the same. I mean, we have structures that we like to use uh, on the commercial side, like uh, many times we'll structure something where, you know, you have a fixed rate uh, for a certain number of years, and then you have something called the amortization, which is where that payment is stretched out over a longer term. So the payment, you know, monthly is, is manageable. But then at the end of that original fixed term that, that we set uh, our, our rate on, you know, there would be a large balance that would be due at the end of that term, which we call a balloon. But then we just come back in and the business owner either, you know, pays off that note completely or the majority of the time they have to come back in and refinance that note and stretch the years back out again until it ends up eventually fully being paid out because, you know, on the commercial side, you know, the, these amounts can get pretty large. And so if you're trying to do some short term lending on, you know, millions of dollars, that that payment every month can be, you know, pretty, pretty sporty. So a lot of times we have ways that, you know, we can have a, a fixed rate for a number of years. So, you know, everybody knows what's being paid, but then we, we stretch the payment term out, the amortization out, just so the payment is, is manageable because, you know, for business owners, cash flow is, is, is king for them. So, you know, the more cash flow they have coming in monthly, you know, to keep their business operating, uh, the better it is for them and the better it is for us because we know we'll eventually get paid if that business stays in business and keeps performing well. So, so yeah, we, we have so many different ways that we can put something together to, to suit uh, everybody's needs. Um, and, you know, you talked about some businesses that require, you know, big, heavy equipment, businesses that may have to purchase uh, either office space, warehouse space, you know, things to work out of. You talked about construction a little bit. Um, one of the other types of businesses that I think we should touch on is the, the medical field. Uh, we know Augusta is such a medical town. Um, and I thought about a friend of mine from way back who's a dentist and you know when he went into dentistry I think he was his eyes were completely open as to how expensive that was going to be to set up a dental practice um does security federal offer any products for medical professionals we we actually do it uh you know this is uh, area that's kind of near and dear to my heart. My wife is actually a dentist. Uh, so, and, and she has her own practice and I've seen, you know, firsthand how, how difficult and expensive uh, that process can be when you're, you're, you're trying to, to start a medical practice. Uh, so Security Federal does have some specialized uh, lending for medical professionals. Uh, and when I was talking earlier about uh, how we're looking for business owners to have some skin in the game, uh, we actually have a product that sometimes when it comes to the medical side of things, we can actually do 100% financing 
which is a pretty big deal. Not a lot of banks uh, want to go down that road, but we also see the value that you know people in the medical industry. You know, it's a lot of times that's what we call pretty safe. You don't see a lot of medical practices go under. Um, you know, these these are highly educated individuals, uh, and, and and there's a you know high earning potential there where we feel a lot of times it can be a little bit safer when we start talking about lending in, in the medical professional area. Uh, so yeah, so there are some some ways that we can actually do some hundred percent financing. Say a, a a recent graduate uh, or even an established dentist or doctor that's been working in a practice that wants to strike out on their own, you know, they, they find a practice that they possibly want to buy uh, from another doctor who may be retiring or, you know, they, they've found a nice building that they said, hey, I want to go, you know, start my own practice out of here. Uh, you know, those, those guys have some pretty big uh, medical school debt a lot of the time. So, you know, us being able to help them get established can be uh, can be a pretty big deal, you know, and and it can build some loyalty, which we always appreciate that, you know, when uh, a young doctor or dentist or psychiatrist or chiropractor, I mean, there's so many areas within the medical field you know, are, are looking to start that practice and they see that, you know, we were the ones willing to help them get started. You know, that's, that's a relationship that we, you know, want to foster and, and build uh, going forward. So I, I feel like Security Federal being uh, proactive and making sure that we offer something that, that really uh, suits that area uh, is a pretty big deal for us. So uh, re really good, uh, really good program that uh, that, uh, that we have going on there to, uh, to help these these young medical professionals or, like I said, even older established medical professionals uh, help them grow their their practices. All right. Thanks for letting us know that. Uh, we've only got a couple of minutes left. And of course, I would be remiss if we didn't let our audience know how they get in touch with you if they're interested in some of your offerings. Sure. Uh, you can always reach me by phone at 706-941-3223. That is my direct line and then i can be emailed at dmoses at securityfederalbank.com uh, as well uh, i am located my office is located at the, the riverwood office uh, which is in evans in columbia county and that's at 5133 uh, washington road uh, so i can be reached by phone email smoke signal However you, uh, you want to reach me, uh, you know, you know, most of my day is, is, you know, on the phone or, or out knocking on a business owner's, you know, door. So I love sitting down, having conversations and, and just listening and learning uh, about, you know, what business owners need to be successful. Business owners love to talk about their businesses and I love to hear about their businesses and you know, and, and bouncing ideas off of off of them and, and how Security Federal can possibly uh, to be a partner in, in helping them grow and uh, succeed. So it's just what I like to do and, and what I do every day. So uh, I look forward to the opportunity for uh, for anybody hearing this to to ping me. And, and I'm always available to answer questions because, like I said, you know, trying to make your way through uh 
through the commercial world on the banking side, you know, can be difficult. So, you know, whether you're doing business with me or doing business with somebody else, I would still love to, to interact and, and have conversations and answer any questions I have. Because uh, I get a lot of people, like we talked about in the beginning on the startup side, that are always looking uh, for information on, on how to do that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm I'm available at any time to, to answer any questions that anybody may have. All right. And is that to say, then, that even if you might not be at the point today where you're ready to sign a loan application, you still can provide a little advice along the way? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always willing and able to, uh, to help lead somebody uh, in, the, in the direction uh, to try and uh, get them to, to, to meet the goals, whatever goals they've set uh, for their business. So absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us again. If you didn't catch the name at the outset, he is Mr. Damian Moses. He's Vice President and Financial Services Officer with Security Federal Bank. And he is located at the Riverwood office in Columbia County, Georgia in Evans. Thanks so much for being with me. Thank you. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.